Hi folks, Keith here, and welcome to a TV episode of Movies and a Meal, the podcast where we talk about movies, TV, and more while we eat. I'm joined today by Ben, and we're going to talk about the new Star Wars series, Ahsoka, which just had its two-episode premiere on Disney+. One thing I would advise you to do is, on YouTube, there is a guy that's called The Man of Recaps, and, I, and there's also some other people, um, Star Wars Explained. If you want to really go into the deeper lore, I suggest you go into that. You know, I'll try to keep this short, but basically Ahsoka Tano uh, was created for the Clone Wars, the cartoon, and she's an apprentice of Anakin Skywalker, a.k.a. Darth Vader. And through the series, you know, like most TV shows, they grow on each other, they, they learn, they mature, you know, both Anakin and Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka leaves the series after she is kind of framed, some sort of terrorist act. She's eventually cleared, but by that point, she's kind of disillusioned, so she leaves the Jedi Order, and you don't really hear from her again. And then Order 66 happened, the Jedis are all wiped out, Anakin Skywalker becomes Darth Vader and right hand to Emperor Palpatine. And then you have a cartoon called Rebels, which happens right before the Rebellion starts, like pre-Star Wars, Mm -hmm. like the events of Star Wars. And you're introduced to the rest of the people that we will see in Ahsoka, like Hera, Sabine Wren, and some other folks too. And, you know, they basically are kind of like the A-team. They run around and they (laughs) they kind of uh, do their part to get the Rebellion sparked. You're also introduced to... Kanan Jarrus, who is voiced by Freddie Prince Jr. in the cartoon, who is a Jedi who's laying low after Order 66, and then who becomes a mentor to a guy named Ezra Bridger, who, when we enter Ahsoka, you know, he's missing. Sabine and Ahsoka, they want to find him, and his last known whereabouts was taking down the villain of the Rebel series, which is Grand Admiral Thrawn, who is a character that has existed in the Star Wars universe in and out of continuity for almost 30 plus years. Um, so that's the long and the short of it. So, you know, this TV show is kind of a, I guess, a woman on a mission kind of thing. You know, they're both searching for their friends and also uh, an enemy that's still lingering there at a time that's five years, set five years after the return of the Jedi. So, you know, theoretically, the Empire has been taken down. But Ahsoka, who is a Jedi, you know, she just knows that Grand Admiral Thrawn has the power and the charisma to kind of jumpstart uh, and threaten the New Republic. If you hadn't watched the cartoon, obviously, but you are familiar with the Disney plus Star Wars stuff, uh, Ahsoka Tano, the Rosario Dawson version, was introduced in an episode of Season 2 of The Mandalorian. And um, the rest of the people, this is the first time we're seeing them in live action, the Mary Elizabeth Winstead version of Hera. Gosh, what's her name? Um, but she's very good. The person who plays Sabine Ren. Well, Natasha Liu Bordiza. Yes, yes. And then also we're introduced some brand new characters that we have not seen ever. Some force builders, um, you know, Ray Stevenson's character, and mm-hmm. then his apprentice, who I, you know, if you have the casting up, oh, you it's could Ivana, probably... Ivana Sakno, yeah, yeah, apparently Ukrainian actress. Yes, She's very yes, good too. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm obviously pretty well versed in the lore, but again, Keith, kind of like Blue Beetle, a mm-hmm. movie we just reviewed not too long ago. Um, you just like okay, you watched The Mandalorian, you saw her, mm-hmm. you saw Rosario Dawson in The Mandalorian. You liked Rosario Dawson. You're yeah. gonna fire the show up. So, what that, did you think? That's all it took. But you know, even with her, I still went into it with pretty low expectations, because the last season of The Mandalorian was a hot mess. She was probably in the best episode, but so I, she wasn't in the. She wasn't in the third season. No, 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 yes, yeah, you're right. But the, um, but that la- this previous season of The Mandalorian though was pretty terrible. So I, I, I love Endor, but so, you know, I wasn't sure about this one. But luckily. 
you know, the first two episodes, it really hits the ground running. And what's great is, if you know all that Ben and everybody else does, they keep all that intact. But you can really, you drop right in. And as Ben pointed out, it's really women on a quest. They want to find their friend Ezra, and they want to find Grand Admiral Thrawn, if he's still alive. And it sets up this race because they find a map in the opening episodes. And, you know, just like Blue Beetle had this fantastic Latin cast, this is the strongest female cast in an action kind of, you know, science fiction series I've seen in a long time. And we'll get into it. They're all very good. Its first two episodes have a lot of promise. I don't think it's going to be Andor good, but it could be, and it's a lot of fun. Well, Ahsoka is... Dave Filoni's baby. I mean, he loves this character, so and he's running this TV show. And I think part of the drop-off in quality from season three of The Mandalorian, which he mm-hmm. is usually very involved in, is because his focus was on Ahsoka. I enjoyed it, too. You know, I, I think some people have a gripe about maybe it was too slow, but I don't really mm. see that. I mean, one, you got to explain. <laughs> you got to catch the you got to catch neophytes like Keef up with, like, mm-hmm. what the story is, and... It's not like they were just sitting around for two episodes. I no. mean, the, the, you know, the first five minutes, there is some mm-hmm. lightsaber action. You have a bunch of fights that happen and, in And the fight episodes. with Sabine at the, the, with the, and when, when she's attacked, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess the same people who might have felt like this show is slow is probably the same people who feel like Andor is slow. Well, Andor is slow, but Andor, cleverly, I don't think this will have the layers of Andor. Andor did those three-story arcs that just blew your mind. You know, this is going to be a straightforward story. But because you're right, because it's Filoni, um, I know I don't know the woman's name, but he has different directors as usual. Uh, I'm sure they're all part of his vision, though, and I think they'll bring this home as a tight, you know, one. Well, th- th- this season story, I'm sure there'll be more seasons, but you know. And the cast, though, is all around. You know, stars with Rosario Dawson, and she really just kind of prowls around. She almost makes Ahsoka like a cat. She's kind of lurking through all the scenes she's in. She still has the command. But she, you can tell she's a little jaded, and I really like the way she plays Ahsoka, and all the women are great. The Disney Plus shows overall, MCU and Star Wars, have not been, like, I think they're more losses than wins, mm-hmm. if I could be honest with you. They started out with wins, yes, but the losses have piled up. Um, mm-hmm. the, first two, the first two seasons of The Mandalorian are unassailable, they're just mm-hmm. great, and, you know, I think there's an argument, including by, by me, that maybe they should just edit it right there. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett, <laughs> not good. No, I, I, you told me to watch Boba Fett. I, I never did. I still understood Mandalorian season three. You it just didn't to. do much for me. Boba Fett, <laughs> not that good. Yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi, very disappointing. Um, I liked it a little more than you, but yeah. And Andor obviously is a is Andor a stands Okay, so and no. they're about five hundred. Hopefully they can you know make this one a win or two. And again, I have faith because this is Filoni's mm-hmm. character. So you like it? I mean, we're not gonna. I don't have to give a rating. No, I, started, but, but I'm in, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll watch it. You know, well, I was just interested to see your take uh, because you're coming into the lore cold. You're just watching it to yep. watch it. Um, and as an outsider, you know, Mitch knows Star Wars as much as you do. Yeah. Mitch said thumbs up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's good. I just hopefully it's a return to quality after some, some mediocre offerings mm-hmm. that we've seen, uh, you know, Andor notwithstanding. That Mandalorian was so, so upsetting. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly, it was just so average. Why don't we go ahead and wrap this episode up? So, Keith, you All right. uh, You can get us at moviesandmealog at gmail.com. We're at Movies and Meal on Twitter. And give us a listen on old Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Okay, so for this episode of Movies and the Meal, I'm Ben. And Keith, 